Good morning, y'all. This is Jordan Shalacy of A Cup with Joe, and I'm coming to you from my 5 a.m. desk. It is Thursday, October 12th, and I am wearing long sleeves and a vest and boots today and being a typical American woman drinking a pumpkin spice latte. So, spoiler alert, there is a an upcoming blog post. I am going to be... Um, trying to get my hands on every single pumpkin spice latte that I can find in the Woodlands and or Spring, and I'm going to create a blog post comparing and rating these pumpkin spice lattes. I went to Starbucks today and I got a pumpkin spice latte and I put coconut milk in it, or asked for them to make it with coconut milk, and then they put whipped cream on top. (laughs) So a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks could not be dairy-free, but at least tried to avoid as much dairy as possible. They have, I think, some type of dry milk powder inside of their pumpkin flavoring, but I think it's because they just put whipped cream on it and I said coconut milk. But anyways, love me pumpkin-flavored anything, so I am drinking that today. So, just in case you can't tell, I'm kind of (laughs) wired, kind of wimpy. Anywho, so... To the segment, my life, YTT, hashtag that, yesterday, yeah, blanking here, caffeine surge, yesterday, oh, my closing, and then my closing took forever, so I did not make it to my luncheon, but my networking luncheon, but I did have lunch with one client, which was fun, it's right out of Thai restaurant, which... I don't think I will ever go back to that Thai restaurant. Maybe I will get some noodles or something from there if I'm desperate. But I don't think I'll be going back to that. It was a Thai place in the Woodlands. And it was a 4.1 rating. And I had their, like, appetizer bar. And I would not recommend that. I don't feel good after eating that. But anywho. And then... And then we finished up the closing stuff. We had to take a break and go back to pick up papers and whatnot. Well, it didn't sound right away, so... Then I kind of went shopping. I bought a couple pairs of shoes. There's this jacket that I really, 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 really want, but it's really, really expensive. And um, it's technically 60% off retail value, so it's discount-wise, it's a great deal. But I didn't buy it the last day of last month, and I went back, and I still have it. And I keep praying that it will go on sale They've had it for probably three weeks, if not longer, and they they have two of them, two different sizes. I'm not sure which size would fit me, but they had those sizes, <laughs> and I really want, but I couldn't bring myself to buy it because it was still not on sale yet. So yeah, I'm going to go back on the next closing, and if they have it, maybe I'll buy it. Ugh, it's so cute. It's a leather jacket, and it's brown, and it's gorgeous super fitted kind of like a biker jacket and I'm in love with it I've been daydreaming about it for a while but then what did I do I came home went to the post office picked up kids from school hung out what did I do oh I wasn't feeling well I watched a tv show and then we ate dinner. We had something really yummy. We had pineapple fried rice that my husband made, and it was delicious. And then I'm putting my vest on. If you can hear it, I sound really tired. And then 
we did something. Oh, we went out together, my husband and I, after we kicked my kid out. We went out because I wanted some black athletic shorts, and I did not find any. I found some athletic clothes, but I didn't find any shorts. I did get a tennis skirt that was only $9 that was super cute. It's Adidas blue, and it has frills on it. It's really cute. Or ruffles. I don't know what they're called. Ruffles. Super cute. I think that's my favorite thing to do on Thanksgiving Day is to go shopping just a little bit. And I'm obsessed with milk toads right now, like Twinkie toads. And I bought probably like well over 50 yesterday in different kind of milk carts. So that was yesterday. Today I had office stuff and I worked on my computer last night. And that goes into my goals. So like today's goals would be building the shell website for Grab and Go Tacos, which I have like 10% of the shell done. And I really need pictures. I really need to go take new pictures. But today's goal is to build the shell website, answer emails because I'm kind of behind, and office work. So right after this, I'm headed up to the office to get that done. And I really just need to focus on that stuff for a few hours. And then I actually have two 1.30 appointments today. So I need to find one to push that. So it would be nice if I could bring one up and push one back. But I think it's just going to have to push one back up. So yeah, and then, so I'm kind of telling you today's goals and why PTO at the same time. Tomorrow's Friday, the kids don't have school, I went to surprise them and do something fun, but I'm sure everyone else in town is going to be doing something fun tomorrow. Well, hopefully it's just Klein ISD that doesn't have school, so maybe we can do something super fun. But my husband's working in town after office today and tomorrow, so maybe he'll get off early tomorrow. Hopefully he gets off early tomorrow and we can surprise the kids. And go do something fun, because we are, I figured to go do fun stuff during the week. Because obviously they have school. But yeah, I'm a mess today. So let's talk real estate. Oh, I'm really excited about my house crush. Hashtag house crush. So there is a builder in Wood Forest called Partners in Building. And I am friends with this guy named Gary that works out there. And he sent me over some information. And I pulled up their model home amazingly gorgeous like everything about it i love that it's kind of like spanish mediterranean style on the outside with stucco and of course they can do everything that you can imagine but this one's really pretty so you should go on my blog and click through and look at the model i love all the light fixtures it's so funny they have titanic on the tv it has barn doors yeah if you're thinking about building you should go out to wood forest to see gary i put the floor plan online and everything office hours so you got to go to blog.reho.com and check out partners and building they are amazing so that's my house crush and if you go out there you should invite me i think it'd be fun i haven't been out there in a really long time and then market update so i did so it's wednesday it's thursday it's thursday and i do the woodlands on thursday so that market update I since it's only been a week and there hasn't been a ton of activity I did I didn't do all the graphs that I did last week so again this is all on the blog so there's currently 770 active homes 42 pending option pending sorry so there's just one under contract and 160 pending so those will close in the coming weeks so since you know not much has passed I did something different I did the amount of houses sold from 2016 to 2005 so again, it's better to look at this data 
but 2016, 1,931 homes sold. 2015, 2,027. 2014, 2,204. 2013, 2,445. So it's been steadily dropping. 13, 14, 15, 16. Um, so the last four years. And then 20, 2012, it was up to 2,242. So between 2012 and 2013, it jumped. But it's, yeah, the numbers have been really low. So 2009 to 2010, it jumped a few houses. And then a couple hundred, 2010 to 2011. Anyways, you got to look at the numbers. It's really cool to see, you know, you can look and see where 2008 and 2009 hit. And 2010, you know, just the aftermath of that 2008 cra crash. And then how it was in tw 2006, 2,400 houses. So, and then, so 2006 and 2013 were the peak out there. And we're kind of at an average right now. The 1931 for 2017, 2016. 2017, I don't think it will get up higher. I think we're going to stay down. So then I did house, the scattergrams, like the house analysis for three different zip codes for the last six months in sales. I have 77380, 77381, and 77382. So if you want to look at those scattergrams, those are on the blog, and they'll show you like the price per square feet and average sales price. So with the line, so if you follow those two things and look at the line, that's average sales price. But the graph actually has every house that's sold the last six months in each of those zip codes on the scattergram. So you should take a look at that. Yeah, I'm crazy today. And then, so Q&A, no, yes, Q&A, <laughs> so mom life, what, if you, I just moved to town, what's the best way to make friends? And I love Facebook groups, so I linked my favorite mom group on Facebook, which I'm admin of, so that would make sense, and then, so it's uh, Moms of Spring, Texas, and the Woodlands, and then Realtor Life Question, my house is still on the market, why? So I have a blog post, it's a little older, it's from March. 10 reasons why your home might still be on the market. Number one, the photographs di displayed in your online listing may be blurry, poorly lit, or there are too few. View your digital listing and make sure your photographs are of professional quality and quantity. So I think that's pretty much that and price are the number one and two reasons why a home isn't selling. It's, yeah, I, there are, I wish I knew the statistic, maybe like, 30 to 40 percent of homes have horrible pictures it, if you want a good laugh you should just go on HAR and scroll through some of the pictures especially in that like $200,000 price range it's pretty bad around that so number two your photographs are lacking descriptions leaving the viewer with confusion number three the buyer can't see themselves in your home because all they see is you declutter your walls rooms and countertops remove all family photos number four your home is overpriced. Look at the price per square footage of other similar homes in your neighborhood or area to make sure you're competitive. Number five, your home smells like a dirty diaper pail or a kitty litter box. <laughs> Invite over your most honest friend and non-pet owner to give the air a sniff. Sniff. Number six, your carpets are stained or dingy. dingy. Have your carpets professionally cleaned or replace if it's within your budget. Number seven, your home has no curb appeal in the landscaping department. Here are some ideas to liven it up. Cut your grass weekly, pull the weeds, trim the trees, slash scrubs, scrubs, 
shrubs. Oh my gosh, that's a typo. That's awful. Remulch the flower and tree beds or purchase some new in-season flowers to add color and contrast. Number eight, your home isn't being marketed socially. There are some places to advertise and list your home with Facebook and Instagram being the most trafficked. Number nine, the program or service being used to make appointments to view your home is not user-friendly or reliable. And that's one that not anyone ever thinks about. But if I can't make an appointment for your house with two clicks, your appointment might not get made because my client's in a rush or sends me 10 houses and says, you know, let's just go to the ones that approve us. So yeah, make sure you're, you use CSS. If I have to text you and then you don't text, like not you obviously, but if the instructions are text my realtor and then your realtor never gets back to me or say there's a typo or something like that then the appointment's not going to be approved. So I really recommend using CSS, which is what almost every professional real estate agent uses, but not everyone. Number 10, you didn't hire me. <laughs> so anyways, that's up on the blog post um, on the blog, and it's linked in the show notes. I really am like crazy out of breath today. It's so funny. So business question piece of advice that you live by Jordan Golden Ridge Rule 2.0 treat others the way they want to be treated and that's it for today I love y'all I hope you have a great day maybe you'll see me driving around town I have a blue expedition you should wave at me love y'all bye